All right. I'm calling. I have named some names today. Yeah, I, I say we air, we air everyone's dirty laundry, except for our own. We yeah. don't want to bore people, but everyone no. else's dirty laundry. Let's yeah. do it next time. And I know episode. those people aren't listening to this podcast, <laughs> but they maybe ought to start so they know what's going to hit. Hey, I'm going to talk crap about a lot of people on this podcast. <laughs> We're going out in 2021 in a blaze of sour <laughs> grapes, <right>. people. <laughs> This segment of DOD TV is brought to you by Winchester Firearms, the American legend. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Drury Outdoors 100% Wild Podcast, powered by DeerCast. This is episode number 241, as they say, in yeah, South County, that's right. St. Louis. That's right. I'm Tim Chelsvick. I'm Matt Drury. We have a special guest in studio with us today, Mr. Jason Gilbertson from Winchester Ammunition. What's up, guys? Nice to have you. Hey, thanks. Had no idea it was going to be on, but I appreciate it. It's exciting. No one ever really does. No, we did <laughs> we this to trick him. We did this to Coon Talk. You and I were talking about Coon <laughs> yeah. Talk. We literally did this last week, yeah. Tim. He was in here doing an interview. Or no, he was dropping off his footage from all his kills. And, and uh, I was like, hey, sit down. He goes, oh, what am <laughs> yeah. I doing? I yeah. like, You're doing a podcast. <laughs> we had the HVAC guy in earlier. I was really close to asking him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, what's your name? Hey, would you like to be on a podcast? See you, Hunt. Just pull the <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, Jason's like, so what are we going to talk about? And I thought, you know, we won't get you in trouble, but it's a good opportunity. You're in, you're in shooting interviews for uh, Winchester and Drury's Natural Born, which we're getting ready to air a brand new season over on Sportsman's Channel. And uh, you, you had to do some interviews for that. And so figured, what the hell, you're here. Let's do a podcast. And as Tim mentioned, we have a little bit of experience with the new six, eight. And, you know, I just got a question on social media this week uh, through the jury channels about what it's comparable to. And I thought, Hey, this would be a good opportunity. Have you on talk about it a little bit and just shoot the breeze. Yeah. And if folks want to listen to a really in-depth conversation about the six, eight Western, I'll link it in the show notes. We, yeah. we had a, a, a long conversation about it. Gosh, was it back in January yeah. or February? Yeah. So something like that. Yeah. We've been talking about this for a long time. But now that it's out there and people actually can yeah. use it and yeah. I've actually shot it, <laughs> I feel like hey, I'm not an expert, speak with, right. but I have killed something <laughs> with that gun. I saw it shot when I was over at Nilo. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. We did some demos. Fun to watch. There. Yeah. We did some demos. That's, that's right. right. Sweet. Well, let's get to welcoming our Rack Pack, our newest Rack Pack members. And I should say we have crested. A mile mark. What is it? Five hundred? Over five hundred. Look at us. So Jason, you probably not you're probably not in tune with this yet. <laughs> but we started a private Facebook group for very private the podcast private. listeners. <laughs> and uh, so what was it called originally? The crew. The crew. 100% Wild Podcast. We had crew. dad on the podcast. He's like, ah, oh, you should call it the Rack Pack. So we changed it. Of course, when the <laughs> old man winner speaks, you listen. Mm -hmm. So it's the Rack Pack. And all, right. uh, all you got to do is search. I, I'll look for it. Please do. Yeah, apparently, Coondog's in there that, now. So. Yeah. Well, see, Coondog wasn't in there. And when he came in, we made fun of him for not being one of the cool kids. <laughs> I made fun kids. with him. It, with him, it's yeah. different. And yeah. uh, he's in now. Okay. So all I right. expect to see you all in right, there. I, will, I have my mission after this. <laughs> That's It'll right. change your life. Yeah. Debatable. So anyways, there's, there's something important though about, so we always, we always introduce some of the new followers mm -hmm. in the rack pack yeah, and say, thanks for joining all that stuff. But this week it's actually sponsored. I brought sportsman's channel up earlier. I didn't even mm -hmm. think about this connection, but this is brought to you by sportsman's channel. Your home for everything red, wild, and blue. Okay. And so, and what? <laughs> and your home for Winchester and Drury's natural born. Well, that's right. That's what, that's yeah. the tie in. Yeah. 
And I didn't even plan any of that. The synergy here is incredible. <laughs> Through the roof. Mm -hmm. So, all right, let's welcome the newest Rack Pack members. We got, oh, so did you put somebody, a fake, okay, I see. He always puts one fake name in here to try to throw me off. So you guess which one it is. This is going to be a pop, pop quiz. It's a little whimsy I think people love. All right, Daryl Cunningham, huh? Cedric O'Hara, uh, maybe, Eric Nelson, uh, Lord... Tinkle Day, huh? Coon Dog, that's the one. David Smith, Colton Croft. Okay, who was the fake name? Lord, the Lord, Lord, Lord. Lord Tinkle Day. Tinkle Day. <laughs> it was actually Eric Nelson. The person's never existed. No way. So, uh, well, sorry, Lord. Now apologize to Lord Tinkle Day. Yeah, I was say, who, a, <laughs> who knew? So, I didn't know. So now you're in the podcast. Yeah, you're in yeah. neck deep, and you yeah. can't get out. You might be drowning. Yeah. And this Whoa. might be live for all I. I I don't know how we do this. We can't do that. <laughs> it's impossible. Huh. All right. Moving along. Yeah. So Brad Odom had some feedback for us regarding the coon dog show. Oh, Brad. From a couple weeks back. He says, if you're watching one of coon dogs harvest and seeing his emotion doesn't get you fired up, you must be dead. Hmm. LOL. Thanks, Coon Dog, for all you've done for law enforcement and in the outdoors. It's been a pleasure watching you, man. Congrats on an awesome season to you. You still got it. No, on an awesome season two, but he spelled it incorrectly. Brad, be better. It's T O O. <laughs> you've become me. <laughs> well, that's not correct. I that usually far. try to gloss over misspellings because yeah. the, it's our audience. The, well, yes. <laughs> in general. So, Brad. We're trying to make you a better gram grammatician. Look, I'm no, uh, I'm no leader in this area either. <laughs> like eh. then and then, as Terry made fun of before. Oh, yeah. I I don't know the difference. <laughs> can't quite. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to follow the root of that because I I see it a lot. People can't tell the difference when when they should use than or then. Listen. Okay. I, I know there all the theirs. I got. Okay. How many are there? <laughs> There's three. Hmm? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know him bigly. There's one six eight Western. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. All right. So so we talked we talked earlier. I think Rafe was on the show talking about kind of the gap, like the 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 hole in the marketplace that the six eight Western fills. So maybe Jason, start with that, and then let's talk about performance and what we're seeing in the field with it. And what it's comparable to, or what what someone layman's terms, what it's comparable to at the other calibers. Yeah, I, no, it, it's a great question, and, and again, dating back, we had a lot of talks about that, right? So comparable, so six five Creedmoor, two seventy WSM. You know, you're kind of mm -hmm. in that space there. When we started talking about it, a lot of it had to do with with bullet weights as well. So mm -hmm. six five, awesome cartridge, but when you start getting into that big game you know, kind of area, whether it's mule deer, elk, and it could be whitetail too. Some people do want a little heavier bullet weight, right? So yeah. uh, 6.8 Western, we kind of started thinking through that, right? So longer bullets, higher BCs, you know, grain weight, right? So that grain weight and energy deposit at longer ranges, you know, again, when you start getting out West and you're, you're dealing with some of those bigger animals, you know, that's, that's kind of what this was, was trying to, to help uh, fill that hole, sure. if you will. So, you know, again, like the 6.5, great. We make a lot of ammo for 6.5 Creedmoor, mm -hmm. so we like that too. But when you're looking at kind of those holes, like you're saying, where does that, where does that next one fit? And, you know, rifle, 
you know, rifle people, people who have rifles and a lot of them, you know, you, you'll see that like, oh, do we really need another one? I mean, I feel good about the one I have. Yeah. yeah. So it's done well though. So it, it sounded like it was a great, like if someone's looking for a do all rifle, if they're maybe a Midwestern whitetail hunter, but they also have dreams of maybe going out West someday and they don't want to have to yeah. get another gun to do that. Like this would be their good, yeah. a good entry yeah. point for yeah. them. Yeah. yeah it's just like I was shooting the copper impact 162 grains, but you guys have, was it big game expedition? No. What do you yeah. have? Yeah. Expedition, big game, long range, long name there, long yeah. name, but mm -hmm. you know, higher grain weights again. So you're getting into that 170, 175 range. But again, like that just gives you some choices, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. We, we've since we've got ballistic silver tip PowerPoint. So that gives people a little bit of flexibility too. You what know? would be the difference in say the, the, silver tip versus the copper impact because those are yeah. both whitetail cartridges right can be can be yeah. i mean again like some people are going to pick and choose based on accuracy some people like trying out all kinds of flavors mm. right um when you can find ammo right tim yeah. so when when you're out there though and you're you're able to kind of pick and choose like ballistic mm. silver tip we, we kind of coined that one a little bit quicker energy you know, so it's mm. gonna it's gonna be a little bit more rapid energy. You know, we do a lot of ballistic gel tests. You're gonna see that expand real quick. So as soon as it hits the body cavity, it's gonna it's, yeah maximum. You see a lot of lot of internal damage there, right? Now you get into copper impact, a little bit of a more deep driver, if you will. Mm. So it's gonna be a little bit, uh, you know, bigger game, larger chest cavities. Okay. You, might, you might want something like that, right? Well, let me ask you this. So the copper impact, <clears throat> would there ever be concern in a whitetail that it's blowing through it or is it you, you know what i'm yeah, saying like sure. i killed one you know yeah. during gun season did great yeah. deer died within five steps yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my i mean i just wonder is that something it, that you good, have to worry about it's a or? good question i don't know that you have to worry about it when you get into shot placement and, yeah you know is the bullet expanding is it doing what it's supposed to do mm -hmm. right so you're you're definitely splitting hairs in some cases yeah. but you know again for a person who wants a bullet that is going to be versatile and they don't want to change right because mm -hmm. that's the other part of it too like you can go back and forth between different bullets you can go from a 150 to a 165 to a 175 you can do that do you want to every time mm, sure. you know it's it's if you want to, didn't leave it yeah if you want to spend time <laughs> at the range and, and play with it now mm -hmm. again is there a huge difference there sometimes sometimes not so it pays to shoot it pays yeah. to go to the range and check but yeah, yeah so Lot to think about. Basically, <laughs> once we side them in, we shoot it once every season <laughs> before we kill something. You gotta do more of that. You gotta do more. We're just, I don't know why that's the case, but it's, we could set out in the summer and say, you know what, this year yeah, I'm yeah. gonna be prepared. I'm yeah. gonna sight this gun in, I'm gonna recheck it before the season even well, starts. Well, you bring up a good point about 6A Western, which is the other side of, of this, which is long range shooting. Mm -hmm. And I never grew up shooting long range. I never had a reason to. I grew up in Wisconsin. It just yeah. wasn't like a no. What is your definitions of long range? Like so, fifty you, yards. Everybody <laughs> has a different perspective on that. When the those few, Western guys, it seems like oh, it's a thousand yards. Oh, it's way different than the Midwest, right? Yeah. So for me, two fifty, three hundred, yeah. like I'm shooting, like that's like okay. <laughs> but but that's <laughs> how do I feel. About been this? pretty exciting. A lot of people are doing it, and they. It's fun. It's 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 competition at times, yeah. but it's also like, hey, if I can be a pretty good shooter at 500 yards, I'm thinking I'm a really good shooter at 200 yards. Oh yeah. 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 So I'm just gonna kind of walk back, walk back from there. And and again, a lot of it is the gear. It's the fun. It's mm -hmm. shooting sure. in the mountains. It's elevation. So it's it's been interesting 
you know, people are adopting it for that too. Yeah. So, yeah. That's out of my league uh, out there. <laughs> I, when I went out west and hunted out at Wild Country with Leopold, and at the, I was using a thirty out six for that, and just practicing those longer distances. Yeah. I was like, "Holy!" It was fun yeah. because I had never done anything like that. They got those big uh, metal oh, gong, yeah. the you know, gongs. Yeah, it's yeah. like you shoot, and it's like wait, wait, bing, <laughs> and I was like, "Holy cow!" That's I really awesome. want to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it is really, really it's neat. In, it's incredible. And yeah. then you think about like the surroundings and the beauty of it, and kind of where you're at. I mean, it, it is a neat yeah. thing, but yeah. it feels different here in the Midwest. Like, I don't know that it has the same. I, I'm gonna get. I'm sure people are gonna be like, "Oh, you're an idiot." <laughs> I'll put your email in the show notes. Yeah, but I, I just don't have that experience yeah. doing it here. Like you said, there's never really been that hell to get a thousand yards. You know, flat thousand. I guess in Illinois you could, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's pretty hilly ground around mm-hmm. here. You know, and hard to find that. Yeah, I was yeah. nervous when I went to Oklahoma for my, you know, my first yeah. like rifle hunt. I was like, I kind of hope it's within a hundred yards. <laughs> Thankfully my yeah. deer came within 70. I was like, yeah. okay, yeah. I can handle this because I, I, I'm a pretty good shot, but I just never oh, really practice out. But you're right. Like you go out West and, and those outfitters, obviously they're really good, right? They yeah. do it all the mm-hmm. time. And on a lot of the questions right away, when you walk in is, well, how comfortable are you at X range or yeah. like, how far do you want to shoot? Yeah. And, and that's one of those answers. Like for sure me, I've had to like really think about like, what do I want to tell this yeah. person? Because a lot of it is I'm, I like to bow hunt like you guys. Yeah. I like to be close. Yeah. So if he says 600 yards, I'm thinking, how about we do about three? Yeah. For yeah. Me, you know, yeah. now, yeah. now practice more, maybe lo- longer, but not much for me at least. So. I, I am amazed at people that can, effectively shoot those longer distances and hunt at those. I mean, you hear those big game guys shooting stuff at, you know, 800 yards and I think twice, Mm -hmm. or I I just, for us and filming and it, that's not really applicable and never has been. So I've never even thought about, see that little speck up there in the horizon. I dropped him. That's an elk. <laughs> you know, I'm always made like Brian Weiss on oh, our team gosh, for yeah. Critical Mass. He, he's, South Dakota, Montana. Yeah, well, Nebraska, like he, he's always shooting 350, 400 yards and, yeah. and it still looks good on camera. I mean, he does yeah. a good job, but he, he's a hell of a shot. Yeah. Uh, and it's amazing. I I just, that's out of my range. It's a long it's a, ways. Yeah, it it's is. a kind of confidence, long. especially when you start factoring wind and elevation and stuff. And and, I couldn't hold a gun steady like that. I mean, you really got to think, you know, like, it's interesting because like the Tacticam, the FTS that they have where you could put it on your scope and really see how much you're moving. Like it's shameful. (laughs) I'm like, damn, I'm a shitty shot. How do I ever kill anything? (laughs) Like it's, I I have like a uh, circular float (laughs) and I always pull the trigger at the right time. But when you get out in further distances, you can't do that stuff. I mean, you can get away with it at 150, Mm -hmm. you know, and and in, but it's pretty eye opening. (laughs) Honestly, it's like, all right, I'm a shitty shot. Yeah, I've had to really, uh, the only thing that saved me to that is now, if that's presented to me, I do everything possible to take my bag. And if I'm laying on a rock or I'm laying on the ground, I just, to your point, I feel better. Like, I just, I don't want any wobbling. I just, Uh -uh. I just need to be solid. And if it takes me another two to three seconds to do it. Yeah. 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 The only time I've had a bad experience gun hunting is rushing a second you know, rushing a shot or a long oh, distance sure. shot. And it's like, you know what? This ain't good for <laughs> the animal. It ain't good for me. Like this is, mm-hmm. you got to know, like I don't shoot enough, well, as I already said, to be able to do that. There's plenty of people that can do that all day long. Mm-hmm. But 
just like shooting a bow, you better be shooting a lot yeah, to, yeah. to, to, you know, for the animal's sake to be comfortable doing that. Yeah. You gotta be confident making that shot. So, we should probably talk about, I know one of your favorite words when it comes to shooting a gun is when it comes to the report, the bark. <laughs> <laughs> this is an inside joke because the scripts that I have to read for, I'm the, that you the get to read that I get to read for <laughs> Winchester injuries, natural born yeah. is not written by me. Okay. And so when I'm reading them on the teleprompter, it's been every week <laughs> and like starting in like week three, I started saying to take them out and they have not, they have not been taken out. I just read the 13th one episode 13 yesterday and by gosh, it was still in there. <laughs> Jordy Shirk and Brian Weiss are out West and they're about to let their, Oh, and I've been like, <laughs> you know, I, I go, I could have swore I said, take this <laughs> take, out. Take that out. Yeah. I don't like going to let the Winchesters. What? Bark. <laughs> I'd rather there be a sound effect come in and yeah. actually a bark. It's like a doorbell. <laughs> yeah. That'd be well, great. Or a bark. Oh yeah. That'd be great too. So inside. But, but what, what about like the, the concussion or the percussion from the shot? Hopefully like, it doesn't give you a concussion. That'd be bad. <laughs> yeah. Scope you real good. Well, we were talking about it uh, in my office a minute ago. Like I was getting a little gun shy, sighting it in after a while, you know, but I'm talking like, you know, seven, eight shots in and mm -hmm. it's got enough of a kick where I'm like, oh man, I'm starting to flinch before the shot, you know, which is not great when you're trying to sight in a gun. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was, I thought I had it to a point where it was sighted in. I felt pretty good about it. And luckily Aaron Bennett showed up and I'm like, Hey, you know, he's a Marine. He's, I was like, Hey, he's a good shot. Like you mind jumping in here and <laughs> I've shot this enough. Let's see what I'm you good. do. I'm and good, yeah. he was dead on and he, you know, he's touching, you know, bullets and are touching the holes are touching. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right. So it's dead on. Yeah. So yeah. that was the last time my, I was my shot job is done here <laughs> until I shot it when I killed my deer and it was still dead. on. Yeah, there you go. But it's not in the moment of truth. I never even noticed it. I didn't even, mm -hmm. it didn't. Isn't that weird? It, that adrenaline's a funny thing, <laughs> but it didn't seem like anything to me in the moment of truth, but sighting it in like shot six, seven or five, six, seven. I'm like, yeah. Close my factor. eyes. <laughs> Bark factor high. <laughs> the BF. So, uh, but honestly, it's not that bad. And you probably like it. Probably helps to get the gun farther out the blind. Yeah. So I was shooting out of a soft side, three sixty for muddy, and the damn it was my brand new cover, and I thought I had the muzzle far far enough out because in Kansas I was using muzzle. I had an early muzzleloader tag and. It was not far enough out, and I blew out the side of the blind. The muzzle blast did with that nitro fire. And so I was like, all right, make sure I'm far enough out there. I thought I was. And I shot, and I just ripped the damn blind. I, <laughs> I blew it up. And I'm like, son of a gun. Like, just can't have nice things. No, and those are not easy to come by, those yeah, right. blinds. So yeah, right. I, once the season ends, like, we got to take the covers <laughs> off. I'm going to see if I can get it sewn Start back over, together, yeah, right. you know, because yeah. it's a nice blind. <laughs> So there's something happening there. <laughs> I clearly, I need to kill more deer with a rifle because I only have one, <laughs> one story to go back well, that's to. Good. You have one. <laughs> so you. that Thank one, you, Jason. So that one time at band camp, <laughs> every every deer I've shot with a rifle, I've killed. But I put the tacticam like right on the very end, like side mounted it, 
but the end of the tactium was flush with the end of the barrel and I wasn't sure what was going to happen and it ended up being just fine. That was your 270 that I was shooting. Yeah, yeah. and my tact came and it never worked again. Huh. No, no, I'm joking. I think I dropped it. <laughs> Funny yeah, that. It was fine. <laughs> joking. But, but it, it, that was a crazy because I really wasn't sure like yeah. what, what would happen yeah, right. to it but it seemed to Either I'm going to blow it up or we're going to have a hell someone of a shot. Someone else is, I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? As long as we can get the SD card out of it at the end That's of the day. Uh, but uh, do you think something like that would work on the six eight, or do you think oh, there's yeah. maybe too much? Oh yeah, you'd be fine. Okay, go go ahead, give me a go. <laughs> so, it's not his tactic. Another tactic, whatever. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> nice. Well, <laughs> just don't put a blind. Don't just be at the you edge sure of your it's blind. Outside of the yeah, blind. <laughs> shoot it from a tree. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to help out our buddy Sam with the question of the day? No. Ah, gotcha. What are we going <laughs> to do poor, now? Poor Sam. <laughs> poor Sam. Poor Sam. I do want to help Sam out. All right. The question of the day is probably brought to you by Cold Steel. Real blades for professional hunters. That's why Tim doesn't have one. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> one rifle kill, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, proficient. Listen, he's the best killer we got <laughs> right now. Because he oh, killed yeah. a deer out of a saddle, which uh, yeah. obviously makes yeah. it on public ground. Yeah. More of a man than you and I will ever be. For sure. And then he killed another great deer, a really awesome buck, on nine acres of property (laughs) in suburbia, St. Louis. I did see that. Congrats. Thank you. Like, (laughs) walk past the chicken coop and get him. That is pretty amazing. So he's obviously the better man here. Just wait. I'm going to screw something up royally. Like, I can't have this nice of a season. I've got to do something. I can't wait. Like, I'm going to shoot the neighbor's, (laughs) like, pygmy horse or something. (laughs) It was brown. (laughs) I remember when I had my first beer. Yeah. My first rifle kill. All right. So let's get it, Sam. Yeah, hi. My name is Sam Fox from Heinsburg, Vermont. I'm calling to see your opinion on a good youth rifle for a small youth female hunter. Um, A good deer rifle for the youth, like five foot, eight eight year old, five foot tall um, youth female hunter. Thanks. That is a great question. We got a great guest for this question. Jason? I have my thoughts, but let's hear his first. You're up. Sam. All right. I like it. So I would go the Winchester XPR rifle in mm-hmm. 350 Legend. So it's it's a perfect fit. So my son, he's about kind of that same height, you know, stature, whatnot. But mm-hmm. you know, low recoil, good bullet weights, you know, at that age, of course, like you, you want it to be efficient you know, shots. Yeah. And so you're not pushing for 200, 300 yard mm-hmm. shots. So that 350 legend, I, I don't know. That's probably, probably where I would roll with for sure. So and as well. And now what about like, say the 243, that's a gun that yeah. Taylor used a lot back yeah. in the day. And then like yeah. grandma was using it here. Yeah. She killed a doe with it during the sure. Missouri deer camp. Is there what, what, as far as the ammo side of it, are they the same grain? I know it's a straight wall. Obviously the 350 is a straight wall cartridge. Like, yeah, any of that play yeah, into so, it? Yeah, so 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 two forty three would not be straight wall. Three fifty would be, and and again, to each their own. There's mm-hmm. different advantages. I think two forty three, you're going to have a little bit lower bullet weights, which you know again isn't isn't problematic. Yeah. You know, shot placement and whatnot, recoil probably be very similar. But you know, three fifty, the the bullet weights are a little higher. So again, just energy deposit that kind of stuff. But you know, they're both great choices. Mm-hmm. Even I mean, with the higher bullet weight. I wonder what that 
percussion is on, you know, it, it doesn't seem like there's much on there's either. Not. Yeah, there's not. So is there even a d- difference, frankly? That we always compared it kind of in that space of a 243. It's yeah. probably comparable to some degree. Yeah. We had a 243 prior to the 350, actually, that I, my son was shooting. Mm. So, yeah. you know, again, the, those, those two are probably you know, kind of in the same corner, so sure. to speak. A right? couple of best so, options. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yep. So yeah. 243, you know, two, if you migrate into doing like coyote hunting or things like mm. that, you know, you get a little bit longer range later, probably with a 243 than maybe you would. So some people look at the versatility of both, you know, yeah. you know, depends on what you want to use it for. Yep. Sure. So I was just proving an episode, a natural born. It's episode 13, I believe, 12 or 13. And Dave Kramer's in it mm-hmm. with his daughter. And Brick Stewart's in it with his daughter. Brick's over in Illinois. I think they were shooting a, I think they may have shot a muzzleloader, but Dave's in Iowa. It was second shotgun season. So they were shooting a 350 Legend. And it was new. And this because this was last year's hunt. And he kept calling it Legend 350. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and then he got his daughter saying it. Oh, man. <laughs> like, hey, at least it's out there. Yeah, it's out all there. the words, all the parts you are in it. You want to switch it up? Hey. <laughs> Which we're close, right? So I got kick out of it. Like, <laughs> you may not as the marketing guy. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you, we talk about names all the time. I'm yeah. sure everybody does. So it's, you know, it'll it'll happen, right? So, I called Tim a few names. <laughs> yeah, you have. Handsome? <laughs> well, no, I'm blushing. So maybe 350. I mean, it sounds like it's a maybe. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Jason can stay. Jason's on the show. Yeah. He gets it. All right. So uh, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. You want to punch me right now, but you won't. This is how, this is what Tim's thinking. I posed a similar question to Bruce Pettit when he was on the show from Loophold. How does he feel when people say Lu- Leopold. Leopold. Leopold? I can't even say it it's wrong. It's a town in southern Missouri. I don't know if you knew that. Leopold? <laughs> Leopold. I did not. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But he had a similar, like, he's like, I'm just happy they're talking about us. Right, right. <laughs> so it's like, you're a bigger man. man than me. Bruce, a good man. I start gritting my teeth when I see people write Deercast as two words. Our uh, or, uh, yeah. track. Uh, Deercast tracker. Deer tracker. Deer, deer tracker. tracker. It's like, God, yeah. dude. <laughs> That's, That's not the my way. fighting side. Deercast track. Don't do it. All that energy. All yeah. Time. Yeah. They yeah. Don't, what they don't know is how many meetings it takes to come up with these names. And much more for you guys because, you know, when you that scale and the legality around everything mm-hmm. and the trademarks and that's yeah. that's some major stuff you hear it you hear it too the, the pros and the cons yeah a <laughs> lot of meetings endless meetings the best are when name. it's team members uh, yeah when our own guy yeah. scott manifold <laughs> i could think of he calls it the deer tracker <laughs> we don't have that <laughs> that's not a feature of nope, ours we don't do that <sighs> So, all right, I'm calling. I have named some names today. Yeah, I, I say we are we are everyone's dirty laundry except for our own. We yeah. don't abort people, but everyone no. else's dirty laundry. Let's yeah. do it next. And I know episode. those people aren't listening to this podcast, <laughs> but they maybe ought to start so they know what's going to hit. Hey, I'm going to talk crap about a lot of people on this podcast. <laughs> We're going out in 2021 in a blaze of sour <laughs> grapes, right. people. Be sure to tune in. It's Festivus. We're coming oh, up yeah. on Festivus. You know, Heck Festivus. Yeah. I'm Feats sure you know what Festivus yeah. is. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's coming. I got a Airing lot of problems with you people. <laughs> that should be a soundbite. Where's Alan? We need two soundboards. He's gone. We He's still at lunch. <laughs> Damn. It's four o'clock. Four o'clock. <laughs> it's a union show. Never came back. I had a guy once working for us this year, years ago. He was an interesting character. All right. This guy, his name was Colin. And, uh, 
he turns out I didn't know it, but he had an addiction issue. Oh. I had my thoughts of I kind of thought maybe based on a few mm-hmm. things that happened. I one day he chugged a two by four stag in the parking lot oh. that he found underneath the seat. Oh, that was a red flag. Red flag. But one day it was a it was a payday, and this is before like we were doing much direct deposit, so mm-hmm. everybody was get, get checks, and I sure. went I handed out all the checks, and it was. Uh, would it have been? It was a Monday, and I got I gave I gave out the check or Tuesday I gave gave him his check and it was uh, lunchtime and I was driving out of the parking lot to go get lunch and he gave me the strangest look in the parking lot and I was like that's that's weird <laughs> and uh, I went to get lunch and I got a call from one of the other guys here and they were like, dude, you'll never believe it. You should come back right away. I was like, all right. Uh-huh. So I came back and there was a handwritten letter kind of looked like a ransom note on my oh, on my door in red. and the guy quit <laughs> as soon as he got his paycheck he, he left and i never out. heard from him again i huh. couldn't get a hold of him or anything. weird turned out later many years so i'm not making light of this part many years later he sent me an email and apologized he was in oh, aa and wow. he, you know so he had a sure, he had a real a, a real issue but the dude skipped out on, yeah. ta- on town altogether as soon as he got his paycheck yeah i'm out yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you laugh about alan never coming back from lunch but it's happened to me here at the studio before you're in flashbacks yeah like, did alan look at you a little strange today before he left <laughs> you know actually he always looks at me strange <laughs> now that I think about it, the little grimace emoji—that's <laughs> Alan. That's his. That they they pattern that off yeah. of him. He sends it to me all the time. I'm like, that's a self-portrait. <laughs> He's oh, got a selfie. <laughs> well, let's clear the air with a wildlife word segment. How about it? It's brought to you by Hunter Specialties, purpose-driven. I pop my pee on that one so hard. That's what she said. Purpose-driven <laughs> tools. <laughs> For serious hunters. Got a lot of buttons over there. Hey. He's the button man. I push people's buttons. They're pretty good. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) I haven't even pulled out the fart sounds yet. (laughs) Or the more you know. So get that one already. Okay, you go. So deer are incredible athletes. We all know that. And their resting heart rate shows that. But what is their typical resting heart rate? Is it A, 100 to 120 beats per minute, B, 180 to 200, C, 10 to 20, or D, 40 to 50? A lot of numbers in there. What is a deer's resting heart rate? $200 is $200. (laughs) Typical humans, usually around 60 60 to 70-ish. You know that? Mm -hmm. Well, he looks at that fancy watch of his all day long. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what I do. Where am I at? Where am I at? Hey, it's 402. Do you guys know that? What are you at right now? He looked at just... It's still 402. No, the heartbeat. I don't care what time it is. I'm I'm in the 40s. All the time? Well... No, I'll get up to one like 160, 170. If I'm on the bike and I'm really, you know, pushing it on an uphill, I may touch 180. I'm trying to find mine. I don't know where to find it. It's been a while since I've worked out. Just make up a number, man. It's cool. Uh, You're at 66. I'm barely resting. <laughs> well, right now, because we're performing, I'm at 69. Uh, okay. I'm going to leave that one. <laughs> I guess. Are we supposed to answer? You're, you, we always let the guests go first. Oh, okay. Go <laughs> Jason's like, is this a thing? Are we yeah, supposed to do this? Now? This is not. <laughs> this is a pop quiz. What are we You're doing? failing it, yeah. Jason. You have to well, answer. I guess with all that, I'd go, I'd go D if I, if I had to be in the... 40 to 50? Sure. Okay. You sounded incredulous at his answer. 
Uh, you said they're incredible athletes, so <laughs> mm-hmm. he's probably right. I'm going to go on the other end of the spectrum, though. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with a 100 to 120. Okay, so they're essentially hummingbirds. <laughs> Is that a bad answer? <laughs> it's very very high. Well, God dang, Tim. <laughs> Way to make me look dumb yet again. Jason the is the winner. Okay, uh, Jason wins a Winchester yeah. Ammunition ball cap. Oh no, you know what he wins? Huh. A Super X 100 anniversary. Oh, there hat. you go. Whoa! <laughs> I will donate that back to the That's, cause. So I, have one. <laughs> I, Man, I got many. I have a couple. I have a couple. <laughs> when you got good hair, who wants to wear a ball cap? True. I mean, no. I, I mean, still that's wear one. I my still thought. Wear one. I still wear one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, everybody, you're welcome. This has been a great episode. Hey, thanks. Why did you look at your watch when you said four oh four now? <laughs> Felt like twenty minutes went by. It was just two. Man, time hmm. really. Jason, are you going to be fired when you go back to it's work possible. when this airs? It's possible. Yeah, that option happens. You know what? Every day. Those guys over there <laughs> walk a fine line. They like us, so I think I they can do. Call you guys do a great job. You guys do a great job <laughs> all the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on. 60% of the time, it works every time. That's right. Something Does it make any like sense? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'd say we well, pack it in for the day. We should also say thank you for the invite because you did invite us over to Nilo. and We had a great time. Yeah. That was yeah. so much fun getting to hang out with like real professional outdoor personalities. <laughs> People way more important than us, like Ryan Kirby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You Who professional. Are, professional-ish. Yeah. Professional adjacent. We know professionals. You've heard of them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a ton of fun, though. Great. Yeah. You can come back. You can come Sweet. back. Sweet. We hope so. Yeah. Yeah. It I felt mean, so decadent getting to shoot yeah. at at the, the, the pistol range. I was a little intimidated by it, to be honest with you. And I had some arm issues going on at the time. <laughs> I knew I was going to shoot like shit. So I shot a like, little bit, but I was good. like, ah, put it back Let me now. Put it back, yeah. Yeah, Tim, I felt uncomfortable when you asked me to hold hold your arm <laughs> while you shot. <laughs> well, just, I, I wanted you to kind of like a hug from behind and hold my arms up <laughs> and aim it. <laughs> no, I mean, you guys had like every professional shooter there. The Yackley, was a, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, uh, yeah. that Jessica, Jessica Hook, Hook Kim oh Rohde. Yeah. yeah. What can you say about <laughs> the most decorated Olympian of all times? It was, it was great, but they're so humble. Like they're just so oh, nice yeah, and unassuming. They're, and, they're great, yeah. but to shoot in front of them, yeah. I'm going to pass. <laughs> Could you just invite us out next time? That would be great. <laughs> Don't look at us. <laughs> We're we'll not good. We'll he didn't it. have that problem, but I sure as hell did. I'm like, I'm not shooting in front of these people. It was pretty intimidating. They're but, good, but it was it was a ton of fun. Grant Woods was there. Got to hang yeah. out and visit yeah. with him. Jim. So yeah, Jim, Jim Ronquist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty much like anyone we've had on the show. Was <laughs> <laughs> Rockman, and then a bunch of people got stung by hornets. Yeah, <laughs> I missed that. Good. That wasn't good. <laughs> I, I must have left before We were walking happened. down the range that uh, yeah. that they'd fired the six eight on, and it like it must have been recently brushed hog like, yeah. and uh, and Melissa and a couple other people were in front of me by about maybe fifty yards, and all of a sudden I see them start dancing. <laughs> There's no music, yeah. and they're like swatting their legs and they stuff. They didn't have any guns in their hands. The guns no. were on the other side of the no, range. Yeah, completely yeah. safe. It was it, it was nothing just happening on the range. Yeah. We were coming back from looking at the ballistic damage that the six eight did at the gel down yeah. there and and somehow like walking down i think got the hornets clued that like there's they, something they happening like a ground nest from what i heard yeah. it was not good okay so. you want one more story before we leave <laughs> please 
Do you? It's, it's, is, is it Uncle Matt's story time? Yeah. Because, yeah, I do. Okay, so back in the day, Mark and Terry used to hunt a place called the 40 Acre Club. It was in Bloomsdale, Missouri. It's, it's you know, it's you had to own 40 acres in the club to be a part of it. And I think grandpa, I think their dad had owned it. And mm-hmm. so they were kind of grandfather. Everybody's grandfathered into this thing, it seems like. So I couldn't have been probably six years old and it was summer and they were putting in a food plot. They were going to put in a food plot. Mark wasn't there. It was dad and I, there was somebody else. I don't remember who it was. And um, <clears throat> so this is about maybe a couple miles away back through the woods from grandma and grandpa's house where they yeah. lived. And, and at the time, not far from where we lived as well. And so we rode the four wheeler to the spot kind of back through, you know, some trails and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get there and the other guy, like they start, they were, I think they were not brush hogging, but they were tilling up the dirt. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. And apparently they had oh. kind of stirred up a oh. hornet's nest or yellow jacket, hornets, hornets. And um, so I'm walking through cause I'm, I'm just like bored out of my mind. <laughs> I'm just walking through the food plot, kicking dirt clods yeah. and, and I'm by myself oh, and man. I kicked, I guess, kicked one that was this. Going, you yeah. kicked the wrong clod. Harness this. Oh. And they surrounded me. I'm six, mind you. Oh. And I just started getting, I'm just screaming. I'm getting just hammered with these harnets. And dad jumped off the tractor. He ran over there. He scooped me up and he oh. and we took, took off and he was getting stung. Turns out like I had hundreds, I got oh, stung yeah. hundreds wow. of times. Wow. And so we had to jump on the four-wheeler and he took me down to, you know, back down to grandma's yeah. and we had a call, you know, cause it wasn't like urgent cares and you know, it was a town of 400 people. And <laughs> sure. <so>. Yeah. <laughs> You're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> mom was, mom was in town doing something. So yeah, that's my, like, I think about that. It scarred the shit, like oh, mentally yeah. scarred the hell out of me. And so yeah. I think about that often when I take Cameron to oh, do yeah. stuff, like I'm always thinking like, <laughs> yeah, you look right, around. Yeah. Like, all right, if, if, if this happens to him, this kid never coming back yeah. <laughs> to, to, to do oh. anything with yeah, me never yeah so it's traumatic that's my yeah. traumatic yeah story so Dang. uncle matt's story time was not pleasant no <laughs> maybe next week it will be but it was cautionary yeah that's it's for a sure cautionary yeah. tale yeah. Yeah. cautionary tale I'll never forget it. Next time we have dad on, we need to talk. We need to ask oh, him yeah. about it. Yeah. Cause he has, cause that, as a six year old to remember that, yeah. like, I vividly remember yeah, it. You need his side of the story. Yeah. For sure. Like, no, it was like four. You got yeah. four times. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was three butterflies that landed yeah. on you. <laughs> I remember mom. I remember so much. I remember mom was at jazzercise. Oh, <laughs> That's how long ago this was. <laughs> you want me to turn off Richard Simmons to come and help you? Yeah. No. So. God. Back so, in my day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So beware. Yeah, beware. All right. Well, <laughs> next week's show is probably going to be a hits show. Mm. Like we're going to talk about some of the highlights. It's going to be a quick one, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> How long do those go? It can't be very long. It's the highlights. He said it's the hits. <laughs> yeah. So be sure to tune in. It's our final. It's our fifty-two number fifty-two episode for the year. I mean, we're cranking these things out it's one a lot. week. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we and we do want to say thank you to everyone who's watching and listening and telling their friends and joining the Rack Pack. Like it's been a really fun ride this this year. Like it, we really feel like we're hitting a stride, and and folks are finding us. And, yeah, and uh, it's just clicking. Made a couple top 10 lists in 2020. So that's a highlight. On the internet. On the interwebs. So all good. Good work. We're big boys. We've talked about that several times. 
we'll recap all this next yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jason, thanks for coming, man. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Enjoy it, all as right. always. Yep. Until next time. Peace out. Temperatures are going to be dropping. Perfect conditions for the skinny. Yeah, I got to focus on those afternoon hunts. Northwest Tree Stand, 5 p.m. It's the easiest decision you'll make this season. Get ahead of your game with DeerCast. How about it, Jason? You Glad did it. part of it. Hey, hey thanks. You, you brought your A game, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of energy you guys have. That was great. Hey, <laughs> I didn't even get to do any of this, but. <laughs> I it feels didn't good, get doesn't you. it? It does. <laughs>